Let me tell you a little bit about Z-Stack. At the end of the day, you got to keep your body healthy. Uh, we got to boost our immune system. Make sure that we are doing everything we can to be healthy because uh, it's going to be all hands on deck. May I suggest Z-Stack? It's a specially formulated natural immune boosting supplement. It has zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, difficult things to pronounce like Qcertin. How do you say it, Sarah? Say it. Quercetin. What is it? Quercetin. Quercetin. Mm-hmm. All right. I love quercetin. I can't get enough quercetin. Anyway, uh, boost your body's immune system. Make sure your family is healthy. Get ZStackLife.com slash Beck. ZStackLife.com. Enter the uh, promo code Beck. Get a discount off your first order. It's ZStackLife.com slash Beck. Quercetin. Quercetin. Oh, Quercetin. Good, I think. Yeah, I like that. I love that stuff. I eat it by the spoonful. America, the president of Ukraine is uh, doing a virtual address to Congress. He's about to speak right now. Nancy Pelosi is, uh, I, I don't know, uh, talking about plastic surgery or whatever it is, but we'll get to him in 60 seconds. Stand by. First, there are some things in life that you just can't prepare for or protect against, but having your identity stolen by cyber criminals doesn't have to be one of them. Nobody can stop all of it or monitor everything, but your information is online all over the place, and every day there is no shortage of people that would love nothing more than to find your information and use it to take everything that they can and everything that you have. I want you to sign up now, save 25% off your first year of LifeLock, LifeLock.com, LifeLock.com, or call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com, use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Do it now. Here is the president of the Ukraine, his virtual address to Congress. Great to hear us. My colleagues, Slava Ukraina. Slava Ukraina. Okay, Nancy, come on. She's just Glory torture. to heroes. Thank you very much. Madam Speaker, members of the Congress, ladies and gentlemen, Americans, friends, I'm proud to greet you from Ukraine, from our capital city of Kyiv, a city that is under missile and airstrike from Russian troops every day, but it doesn't give up, and we have not even thought about it for a second. Just like many other cities 
and communities in our beautiful country which found themselves in the worst war since World War II. I have the honor to greet you on behalf of the Ukrainian people brave and freedom-loving people who for eight years have been resisting the Russian aggression. Those who give their best sons and daughters to stop this full-scale Russian invasion. Right now, the destiny of our country is being decided. The destiny of our people, whether Ukrainians will be free, whether they will be able to preserve their democracy. Russia has attacked not just us, not just our land, not just our cities. It went on a brutal offensive against our values, basic human values. It threw tanks and planes against our freedom, against our right to live freely in our own country, choosing our own future against our desire for happiness, against our national dreams, just like the same dreams you have, you, Americans, just like anyone else in the United States. I remember your national memorial in Rushmore, the faces of your prominent presidents, those who laid the foundation of the United States of America, as it is today, democracy, independence, freedom, and care for everyone, for every person, for everyone who works diligently, who lives honestly, who respects the law. We in Ukraine want the same for our people. All that is normal part of your own life. Ladies and gentlemen, Friends, Americans, in your great history, you have pages that would allow you to understand Ukrainians, understand us now, when you need it right now, when we need you right now. Remember Pearl Harbor, terrible morning of December 7, 1941, when your sky was black from the planes attacking you. Just remember it. Remember September the 11th, a terrible day in 20, 2001 when evil tried to turn your cities, independent territories in battlefields, when innocent people were attacked, attacked from air, yes just like no one else expected it. You could not stop it. Our country experiences the same every day, right now, at this moment, every night, for three weeks now. Various Ukrainian cities, Odessa and Kharkiv, Chernihiv and Sumer, Zhitomir and Lviv, Mariupol and Dnipro, Russia has turned the Ukrainian sky into a source of death for thousands of people. Russian troops have already fired nearly 1,000 missiles at Ukraine. Countless bombs, they use drones to kill 
us with precision. This is a terror that Europe has not seen, has not seen for 80 years, and we are asking for a reply, for an answer uh, to this uh, terror from the whole world. Is this a lot to ask for, to create a no-fly zone, zone over Ukraine to save people? Is this too much to ask? Humanitarian no-fly zone, something that Ukraine, uh, that Russia would not be able to terrorize our free cities. If this is too much to ask, we offer an alternative. You know what kind of defense systems we need, S-300 and other similar systems. You know how much depends on the battlefield, on the ability to use aircraft, powerful, strong aircraft. Uh, aviation to protect our people, our freedom, our land, aircraft that can help Ukraine, help Europe. And you know that they exist and you have them, but they are on earth, not in Ukraine, in the Ukrainian sky. They do not defend our people. I have a dream. These words are known to each of you today. I can say, I have a need. I need to protect uh, our sky. I need your decision, your help, which means exactly the same, the same you feel when you hear the words, I have a dream. Ladies and gentlemen, Friends, Ukraine is grateful to the United States for its overwhelming support for everything that your government and your people have done for us, for weapons and ammunition, for training, for finances, for leadership in the free world, which helps us to pressure the aggressor economically. I'm grateful to President Biden for his personal involvement, for his sincere commitment to the defense of Ukraine and democracy all over the world. I am grateful to you for the resolution which recognizes all those who commit crimes against Ukraine, against the Ukrainian people as war criminals. However, now, it is true, in the darkest time for our country, for the whole Europe, I call on you to do more. New packages of sanctions are needed constantly, every week, until the Russian military machine stops. Restrictions are needed for everyone on whom this unjust regime is based. We propose that the United States sanctions all politicians in the Russian Federation who remain in their offices and do not uh, 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 cut ties with those who are responsible for the aggression against Ukraine, from uh, State Duma's members to the last official who has lack of morale to break the state terror. All Americans' company must leave Russia from their market, leave their market immediately because it is flooded with our blood. Ladies and gentlemen, members of Congress, please take the lead. If you have companies in your districts who um, finance the Russian military machine leaving business in Russia, you should put pressure. I'm asking to make sure that the Russians do not receive a single penny that they use to destroy people in Ukraine. The destruction of our country, the destruction of Europe. All American ports should be closed for uh, Russian 
we are peace is more important than income and we have to defend this principle in the whole world we already became part of the anti-war coalition a big anti-war coalition that unites many countries dozens of countries those who reacted to in principle to president putin's decision to invade our country but we need to move on and do more we need to create new tools to respond quickly and stop the war the full-scale russian invasion of ukraine which began on february 24th and it would be fair if it ended in a day in 24 hours that evil would be punished immediately Today, the world does not have such tools. The war of the past have prompted our predecessors to create institutions that should protect us from war, but they unfortunately don't work. We see it, you see it, so we need new ones, new institutions, new alliances, and we offer them. We propose to create an association, U24, United for Peace, a union of responsible countries that have the strength and cons consciousness to stop conflicts immediately, provide all the necessary assistance in 24 hours, if necessary, even weapons, if necessary, sanctions, humanitarian support, political support, finances, everything you need to keep the peace and quickly save the world, to save lives. In addition, such association, such union could provide assistance to those who are experiencing natural disasters, man-made disasters, who fell victims to humanitarian crisis or epidemics. Remember how difficult it was for the world to do the simplest thing, just to give vaccines, vaccines against COVID to save lives, to prevent new strains. The world spent months, years, doing things like that much faster to make sure there are no human losses, no victims. Ladies and gentlemen, Americans, if such alliance would exist today, that is U24, we would be able to save thousands of lives in our country, in many countries of the world, those who need peace, those who suffer inhumane destruction. I ask you to watch one video, video of what the Russian troops did in our country, in our land. We have to stop it. We must prevent it, preventively destroy every single aggressor who seeks to subjugate other nations. Please watch the video. So now he's going into a video that is showing all of the streets and the cities of Ukraine um, before the Russians came in and then the bombings that were happening and showing the same cities, showing scenes of uh, children being killed, uh, dying. It is quite graphic. Um, and horrific babies being wrapped, mass graves, uh, and just absolutely destroyed cities. This 
president of Ukraine is brilliant at using the media. So many images that you haven't seen since. Just reminiscent. I guess we've seen them. It's just very reminiscent because of where it is of World War II. Still the video of children uh, either in hiding or in the streets or in hospitals. If you see what Russia did to Chechnya, this is pretty much what they did. Then it finally ends with close the sky over Ukraine, please. And we then return back to uh, President Zelensky here in just a minute. Let me just quickly, so we don't have to stop, let me tell you that this portion of the program is brought to you by, by My Patriot Supply. Oh, here's the president. We'll, oh, tell me how much time I have. Um, My Patriot Supply, please be prepared. We have all kinds of problems that are headed uh, our way. As you know, in a few minutes, I'll tell you about the food shortage that is already coming. Please prepare yourself. Prepare with Glenn.com. Get a special $150 discount. Be prepared for whatever is coming. Prepare with Glenn.com. Do it right now. Prepare with Glenn.com. Here is President Zelensky. Seems as though we have lost the. He's speaking English now. They're translating into the into Ukrainian. So it depends on those next to you, on those who are strong. Strong doesn't mean weak. Strong is brave and ready to fight for the life of his citizens and citizens of the world, for human rights, for freedom, for the right to live decently and to die when your time comes and not when it's wanted by someone else, by your neighbor. Today, the Ukrainian people are defending not only Ukraine, we are fighting for the values of Europe and the world, sacrificing our lives in the name of the future. That's why today the American people are helping not just Ukraine, but Europe and the world to keep the planet alive, to keep justice in history. Now I'm almost 45 years old. Today my age stopped when the hearts of more than 100 children stopped beating. I see no sense in life if it cannot stop the death. And this is my main mission as the leader of my people, great Ukrainians. And as the leader of my nation, I am addressing the President Biden. You are the leader of the nation, of your great nation. I wish you to be the leader of the world 
being the leader of the world means to be the leader of peace. Thank you. Slava Ukraine. That is the uh, president of um, Ukraine finally calling on President Biden. You are the leader of a nation, but to be the leader of the world, you need to be the leader of peace. Um, this is a fascinating study um, of, of uh, diplomacy here and um, the use of modern technology. You know, it is um, it, uh, there's really been one other time that this has uh, been used this effectively. Um, and that is uh, when Winston Churchill uh, spoke in front of Congress. This is what he said right after Pearl Harbor from if the well of the Senate. Prostate, uh, saying, oh, that's not it. It's a large prostate thing that would have been weird if he would have come and said that <laughs> that was the, the beginning uh, of the speech which was shocking yeah, at the time very shocking but at the important time. for us to learn about the prostate issue uh, thank you very much mm-hmm, Stu. Mm-hmm. okay so uh if you want to just pick it up here are like exploding one continent at least has been cleansed and purged forever from fascist or nazi he period. talked about how the we had lost everything because we wouldn't stick together. But now we have to come together. Uh, and this speech is really known as um, uh, a galvanizing speech that brought everyone together. And he, just like Zelensky did, suggested that there should be some alliance. Uh, we, would have, we would have been able to avoid World War II had we had a real alliance in World War I. Um, it is it strikes me as i i don't recall a time when nancy pelosi or the democrats have been this for war um the propaganda here is is quite remarkable to the point where there there's many people on the left suggesting that those who oppose it should be arrested arrested which is fascinating coming through the bush era i know from the I same know. people like keith olbermann i know who were saying how important dissent was back in the day um so uh, <laughs> and we're not he, even involved in this war by the way we should point out it's not even our war yeah it's helping well are we yeah. not going to be involved in this war at least not yet i but, you know. i have a feeling you are you are seeing um if you want to look at reality i think world war three has already begun we are just waiting for the final papers to be done more in a minute the glenn back program while the media and political class obsessed with supporting anything and everything that is outside of america it is important that we focus on our country our families the American businesses that need our support. Uh, I want to talk to you about Patriot Mobile. I talked to you about this for for a very long time, and I would really like to urge you to make the change and switch to Patriot Mobile today. They have the same nationwide coverage. They use the same cell towers as the major carriers. You get the same great service. Plus, you get the peace of mind knowing that uh, your money is supporting important causes like free speech and the Second Amendment. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget and their 100 percent us-based customer support team is awesome so here's what i want you to do go to patriotmobile.com slash beck do it right now 
and you'll get free activation if you use the offer code BECK. You can call them at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Just talk to them about one of their many plans. Find one that fits your budget. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch to a company that shares your values and appreciates you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. does welcome to the glenn beck program hey good news the senate's working on really important stuff senate yesterday unanimously bipartisan passed a bill to make daylight savings time forever I, that is an actual uh, important bill yeah. i totally agree I, it's an important I, it's bill. the first yeah. thing they've done of consequence in yeah, three in decades time. yeah that's probably that's probably too uh true <laughs> uh mitt romney uh and this is going to come as a surprise to you Join the Democrats um, uh, with the uh, Health, Education, and Pensions Committee to approve a rule that keeps a mask mandate in for toddlers in a federal early learning program. So, Mitt Romney, yeah. Idiot. So, we're all excited about him. Now, let's go. Pat Gray Mm -hmm. is joining us. Mm -hmm. So, let me go to the panel. Uh, (laughs) We have... uh, we had Zelensky just a few minutes ago live talking to the um, uh, to the American people and also to the House and the Senate. He referenced Mount Rushmore, our founders, nine um, eleven, mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor. He twice said, "I have a dream today." Um, I mean, the guy is. The guy is very good. He is. I don't know if he was, because yesterday he did this up in Canada. Maybe he was drinking maple syrup. I don't know. But he's very good at this. Made a compelling case. However, uh, what he's asking for is war. Yeah. And may I just ask one thing? If you're going to address Congress and the American people, could you at least put a jacket on? Maybe a suit coat? I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, a stick. He doesn't does yeah. dress shirts. I know you're wearing in your a t-shirt. t-shirt. Uh, yeah, this is my Zelensky t-shirt. Yeah. With my uh, Ukrainian flag. And what does it yeah. say? It says Pat, Pat Gray. Pat Gray with two Y's. Why what? does it say two Y's? Uh, That's how Fox spells Zelensky's name. With two uh, On Fox, <laughs> it's it's two Y's. Mm. Uh, in, I think it's the New York Times. It's I-Y. Mm. And in the Daily Mail, it's two K's. Mm-hmm. Everybody spells it differently. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Weird. I spell my name, Gray, with two G's. The yeah. first one is a hard G. The second one's silent. Really? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was the I, reverse. Uh, I, thought it, I thought the first <laughs> no, one was silent. Really? The second one was No, hard. a lot of people have that misconception, mm-hmm. but that's not the way it goes. My uh, my first name, Glenn, I spell with an X right in the middle. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. G L. E-X. 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 Okay. E-X, please. But it's uh, it right. It's really offensive that you wouldn't. Okay, I so apologize. what are your thoughts on this? He's asking for more <clears throat> sanctions. He's asking for all companies to lead mm-hmm. uh, to leave uh, Russia. He is mm-hmm. he's asking for a new organization, a new global organization, U-24. Um, no. Yeah, I know. Please no. Um, to help keep the planet alive. That's a direct quote. No. Uh, he is um, he is asking for drones, uh, a missile system, and he is also asking for the West to close the skies over Ukraine. Which you can't do. I mean, I, I don't know. Do, how do you feel about the fighter jets, s- s- allowing the fighter jets to uh, be delivered? Wait, wait. Without I'm pilots. trying to. I'm, I'm trying. 
I'm trying to get my arms around this. Mm-hmm. So he's asking us now for unmanned drones, which are deadly. Okay. Uh, and we had a problem with, see if I have this right, sending newish planes over to Poland so Poland could retire their 30-year-old or 40-year-old MiGs, send them to, I don't know, some other country that nobody has ever heard of. So the Ukrainian pilots could travel to that country and just get into the jets and steal them at night mm-hmm. to bring them over to Ukraine so the Ukrainians could fly them. Well, that's that. If you're going to do it, that's how I would propose. That's doing how it. I would do it, too. Instead, they are just saying like, yeah, we were going to do it. And then, uh, you know, Antony Blinken went on television and told the world exactly what was going to happen. Right. And then we it, 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 somehow it got reversed. Which no one seems to really know why. The reporting is that it was Biden himself who did it uh, and reversed this policy is, after it was announced is, by Poland. He is as effective as lunch meat. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Well, I mean, I've got a piece of bologna that has more <laughs> more spine and bone in it than uh, than Joe Biden. He is telegraphing every step of the way. So weird. What what our lines are and that we will not get involved in a war. Well, that's the way to get into a war. When you tell somebody like Putin, oh, there's there's it's too high of a cost to do anything. I do wonder (laughs) if we are a little too public with all of these pronouncements. I mean, can you imagine seriously if if Vladimir Putin was doing interviews and speeches uh, saying like, by the way, we've sent 10,000 anti-tank missiles uh, to the Iraqi resistance. Uh, Saddam Hussein, like, I mean, again, we know a lot of that stuff was going on. We talked about it with Iran, Mm -hmm. right? But Mm -hmm. the Iranian, you know, government wasn't on television saying, by the way, we got we got five more tanks today uh, of the Americans like they were hiding it. (laughs) My line on this is I, I think I mean, I don't know when it it became something that everybody seems to just go. Yeah, let me tell you everything we've got and what we're thinking. Instead, I would like our government to say no comment at this time. I don't want Mm -hmm. them lying to me. No. But I I don't mind that they say we're not commenting on that. And if the press finds out stuff that we're doing, that's fine. And they can say we're doing this. That's fine. But the Washington's response should be no comment at this time. Is anybody bothered by the fact that at least to me, and maybe maybe it's just me. He Zelensky makes it sound like we're obligated to be doing these things, and the fact that we're not doing these things is some sort of black mark on us. Uh, and yeah. it, we don't have a treaty with Ukraine. We've never agreed with to, that we will defend you. We will send you ammunition. We will mm-hmm. send you planes. We will send troops. We've, to my knowledge, we don't have any of those agreements with Ukraine. No. So why? Is it incumbent upon us to save your country? Yeah, I mean, I can, I'm tired of that. I, I don't want to be the lions for the world. I can understand the ask, given the position, yeah, the position but it's he's the in. Attitude. Yeah, it, it does seem, especially by our media, he seems essentially like we called be NATO cowards the other day. Mm. And yeah, well, he was that, calling the leader of the free world just the leader of a country. Yeah, unless he he acts now. Um, it is. Mm. It's it's. Mm. Also, something that bothers me on along the same line is I haven't seen this happen before, before any kind of war that we were involved in, any kind of any time we were involved in. And this was not done, you know, to Congress. This was done by Congress. 
This was done by Schumer and Pelosi. Mm-hmm. They had to give the green light to this. Um, and it I don't know. It just bothers me. It really bothers me. And it bothers me mainly because we are also now, as, as Stu mentioned earlier, threatening to put people in jail that disagree. Yesterday, Mitt Romney, which again is a slice of baloney. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Mitt Romney comes out and says that Tulsi Gabbard oh, yeah. is a Russian asset. Unbelievable. And, and uh, then others dogpile to agree that she should go to jail. And Tucker Carlson is a Russian asset. Well, Tucker Carlson, I don't agree with his opinion on some of the things here about uh, Russia. Uh, however, that doesn't make him a Russian asset. Oh, someone who disagrees. And yeah. Again, coming from the same side of the aisle that spent the entire Bush era. Every time anyone was critical of an anti-American war opinion, um, they would they would say it was terrible, and they would say that resistance is the only true sign of patriotism, and all of these do things. Remember, do you now, remember what Hillary Clinton said? You can probably uh, oh. say it just the way she did. Remember what Hillary Clinton said in the <laughs> 2008? It was a 2008. Uh, lead I'm up. tired of. Remember yeah. that you used to play this because her voice was so annoying all, in it all the time. The time. Uh, I'm yeah. tired of being called an American. Right. Yeah. Just because I disagree with this administration, I, I disagree refuse. Disagree with any administration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was the I, ultimate sign of American patriotism. I am right. sick and tired there, there of people who say that if you debate and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic, and we should stand up and say we are American. I think How we should play. Lose? I know. I know. It's hard to I think listened. we should play that often now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is how far, you know, I, I love it because we are called the radicals. I have exactly the same opinion that I had pretty close on on speech 100% if if anything I have become more free speech but I was pretty locked into the Second Amendment on on 9-11 when I defended Bill Maher saying that at least the uh, when he said uh, at least the hijackers in their planes uh, were courageous mm. and our pilots, yeah. you know, aren't necessarily full of courage. I defended him. I thought it was despicable, but I defended him. Look at how far the left has come. It's crazy. It's crazy. They're talking about yeah. we're talking about what could be World War Three. And they're talking about jailing people that disagree. They it's, also seem to be much more hawkish than we are now. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think we learned a lesson that, OK, maybe we should mind our own business for a while. Maybe we don't jump into every fray that happens uh, across this planet. And they now want to. And isn't it bizarre that this is being called an anti-globalist movement? That hmm. they are now starting. Have you seen this yet? No. Okay. On the Russian side of it? No. On the, on the European and American side. This is an anti. This is about state sovereignty. And this is an anti-globalist movement. And it's. All these people just getting to together. To be supporting and, Ukraine? Uh, yeah. He's anti-globalist. To be, yeah. 
to uh-huh. support Ukraine as anti-globalists when it is the Great Reset. When wow. he's talking about mm. U24, a new yeah. global organization to stop these things. I mean, it's it's really remarkable. Do you think, too, uh, like all the reporting was that a lot of the world was not going along with these sanctions until he made an address just like this to go in and say, hey, you guys got to get on board. And it won over like the European Parliament, Germany, that was totally against these types of things, mm-hmm. Switzerland even. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of his personalized speech to the, to them. Now, they repeat this process here to get us to do a, a no-fly zone. I don't know if it works or not. I don't think we're going to do that right now, at least. Hopefully not, because I think that is World War III. Um, but it, it's interesting to see Zelensky able to take advantage and and use the media the way he is in an effective way for his country, right? Mm-hmm. Can you Can you... Is there another option for a president now? Go back. Ronald Reagan did this, obviously, probably better than any American president. He understood, just like he was an Mr. actor, too. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. He understood the theater of it. He understood the impact of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Barack Obama was, I, and we, I think all agree, he was not as great a speaker as everyone said. But he had an amazing team around him to package him yeah. in that way. Donald Trump obviously had a real way, his own special way to control the media that no one else was like. Can you have a president like Joe Biden in 2020? 2021, 2022, Joe Biden, he can't even get through a sentence. Mm-hmm. He has no ability to move anyone and uh, no ability to accomplish anything. Uh, you, can you have a president that is that far? Can you have a Calvin Coolidge now that has really no interest in making an impact yeah, in I the think media? You can, I think you can. And, and let me take a quick break and I'll explain in 60 seconds. Hang on. American financing looks like percentages are being raised a quarter of a point today. That may not seem like much right now. It's not going to affect you too harshly today. But if they continue to raise rates, then we have problems. This rate, if they hike it this afternoon, uh, this rate will probably affect your car loan. If you're getting a new car by about three bucks, so it's no big deal. But to get inflation under control, they know they have to raise rates maybe five, six, eight times this year. That's going to get pricey, especially on your credit cards. So please get a consolidation loan. Get out of your credit cards. The average credit card has 16% interest. When these rates start going up, you're never going to get out of debt. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. Okay, let me let me let me address Stu's question on can you uh, have a Joe Biden as your president today? Somebody who cannot communicate, can't give big ideas. Well, let me ask you this. Um, Zelensky said, please, all U.S. businesses uh, who work in or with Russia, please stop. Well, that's pretty much already happened. But the question is. Who convinced the boards of Nike, of Starbucks, of McDonald's, of Netflix, of Sony, of Coke, of Zoom, of Etsy, of Nintendo to cut 
everything off in Russia. Who did that? It wasn't the president of the United States. Who did that? Did they all collectively wake up on the same day and go, you know what? We should get out. Here's why I asked this question. Do you see this is going to cause the collapse of the dollar? I don't care what anybody says. This is what will collapse the dollar. And I'll lay that case out for you next hour. Who's leading that? Who's actually taking us into war by by cutting them off entirely? They are going to default today on a major uh, uh, loan that they have. Okay, major loan. They have the money, but our companies have said, nope, our banks, nope. And it's not the president that did these things. Okay, because they don't belong to the president. It's these private companies. So they've decided that they're going to box us in and all of these companies are doing it. Did you have a say in it? Are you going to have a say Mm -hmm. in the declaration of war? Nope. Or is it just going to, are they just going to vote for drones or through an executive order, send drones and our voice isn't involved in the biggest thing in my lifetime. That's what we could be facing here. The biggest event in our lifetimes. Who's doing it? Is it the really effective president? Or is it the Great Reset? Are we being led by corporations now? This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing. Today is probably a good day to call American Financing. <laughs> you think so? I think it might be. Could it have to do with it being the first of many rate increases being pushed by the Fed? We don't know that, Stu. We kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> today the Fed meets, and today they're most likely going to uh, raise the interest rates. And this is just the first in many. Uh, because they're kind of in a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of way. They lose all credibility uh, with the financial uh, people all over the world if they don't start raising interest rates. Uh, American financing is there to help you uh, to get make sure those interest rates don't affect you, especially if you have high interest credit cards, which everything is about high interest now. The average credit card interest rate is 16%. Please call them today about your mortgage, a consolidation loan. Please lock them in. American Financing at 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440. It's Today, we saw an interesting thing happen in Washington, and we'll see how it is going to play. 
President Zelensky addressed Congress, uh, both the Senate and the House and the president from Ukraine. And he asked for some specific things and he spoke the American language. He talked about the founders. He talked about our rights. He said, I've got a dream twice. Uh, And he knew exactly what he was doing. Will that bring us closer to war than we already are? Some would say we're already in it as we now threaten China. I'll tell you what all of this means in 60 seconds. So here's a challenge for you. Next time you pick up your kid from school, ask, what did you learn today? Depending on the age of the kid, especially if he's a young teen, you'll most likely get just a series of grunts and groans, and uh, and that's the way they talk to you. And so, But try it with your younger kids. There's vital information about America that your child is not getting from school. I can guarantee it. Even from some uh, from private schools, they in fact may be getting the exact opposite information. That's why I want you to get the Tuttle Twins books. They help immensely. They take a deep philosophical, moral, and historic concept, each of their books, about the founding of our country and put it into stories that are informative and entertaining for kids today. In this age, your kids are subjected to so much woke garbage. You must, you must teach your kids the truth at home. And the Tuttle Twins books are some of the best ways to do it that I know how. TuttleTwinsBeck.com TuttleTwinsBeck.com Get a 35% discount plus all the bonuses TuttleTwinsBeck.com Do it now. Alright, let me give you an update on something that happened yesterday. Do you remember the Russian state television employee that stormed on to the set during a live broadcast on uh, Russian news? She was, we reported yesterday, lost. Nobody could find her. Where did I put that protester? Um, uh, speculation was that she had been disappeared. She was um, not allowed to see her attorney. Her attorney had no idea where she was. All of the police station said, no, we didn't. She's not here. Well, she just uh, spoke out uh, in a video recorded outside of a courtroom. She said, I just spent two days without sleep. I wasn't allowed to contact my relatives or people close to me. Um, she was not allowed access, I'm quoting her, to any legal representation, so I was fairly in a uh, difficult position, end quote. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, here's what she did. She got on Channel 1 in Moscow, uh, and she went right behind uh, the anchor of a very popular news show, and she was yelling, stop the war. She held up a sign that said they're lying to you here she had said that she had engaged in uh, kremlin propaganda and she felt horrible about it and deeply ashamed well after two days of not being able to sleep the uh, russian government has decided uh that uh, she should be charged with organizing an unauthorized public event and she was fined Two hundred and seventy three dollars. Now you think, huh? That doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, well, she's also um, uh, going to be charged with uh, false information. I don't know exactly what the false information was. They're lying to you. Kremlin propaganda. Remember, there there are 
there was at, the, at least the beginning. I don't know about it now, but towards the beginning, there were large swaths of the population that only were getting their news from the, you know, from the Kremlin and from the, the uh, Moscow news that didn't even know there was a war going on. Well, they, you can't even say that. You yeah. can't. That might be what the false information is. Okay, according maybe. to the Kremlin, you're not allowed to call it a war. You have to call it a special military operation. Yeah. Well, um, uh, that she's facing now 15 years for doing that. Now, here in America, is our media just stupid or do they not want to talk and warn you about what's coming on a couple of things? We are headed for a major food shortage all around the world, and we are not going to be left out of it because of the invasion by Russia in Ukraine. The global supply chains for food is going to cause a global crisis that will affect millions of people. Here's why it's going to affect us. The agricultural mayhem that's going to happen here in the United States is off the charts. First of all, Russia and Ukraine, and I don't know when they got this instead of us, but Russia and Ukraine is known as the breadbasket of the world. Wasn't that us? Wasn't that our farmers? When did we stop being the breadbasket of the world? Both countries are responsible for a quarter of the international wheat trade, a fifth of corn, and 12% of all calories traded globally. Look at what we're facing with cutting off 12% or not even that, 8% of our oil. Look at what's happening with gas prices. If you think that's not coming with food, you're mistaken. The One of the main things that we also get from Russia and Ukraine uh, not just food supplies around the rest of the world, but we have access to fertilizer. And fertilizer, uh, Russia has banned the exports of that. This is going to choke off our uh, farmers. Our farmers in the South are now saying they can't get fertilizer. Um, and uh, they're stockpiling beef. Their stockpiling is the foods if they can get them, uh, and they are looking at bad conditions for our own food. Uh, the uh, UN has warned that global food prices could jump eight, that's already happened, to 20% from here. Um, why the media is not telling you these things is beyond me. But maybe it's just uh, they're so worried about misinformation and malinformation and conspiracy theories. Uh, last spring, we told you the uh, Secretary of Homeland Security ordered an internal review to identify how best to detect, prevent and respond to threats related to domestic violent extremism uh, here in America. A component of this was based on online activity. The domestic violent extremist attackers, quoting the DHS now, often radicalize independently by consuming violent extremist material online and mobilize without direction from a violent extremist organization, making detection and disruption difficult. The report that has now been attained said that the extremists exploit a variety of popular social media platforms smaller websites with targeted audiences and encrypted chat applications to recruit new adherents. They plan and they rally support for in-person actions. They disseminate materials that contribute to radicalization and mobilization to violence. Wow. It sounds like our universities 
one of the recommendations is to increase efforts to better identify and evaluate mis, dis, and malinformation with a homeland security nexus, including false or misleading conspiracy theories spread on social media and other online platforms that endorse violence. Good thing this program has been against violence from the very beginning of this broadcast. Uh, that is the last thing that the world needs. So they are now monitoring all um, online activity and they are looking for their version of violent extremists. I will tell you that the Great Reset just held a war game a couple of months ago and they war gamed about mis, dis, and malinformation coming out from people who have audiences about the failing banking system and the trouble with the uh, dollar and the trouble with the failing of the entire financial system. Well, I hope that doesn't happen, but I'm telling you right now, um, we are being sold a bill of goods and not by our president. I mean, is our president the one who's getting us into war? I think he's the guy who made it very, very clear by playing the role of Chamberlain. Everything he does, he sends a signal of weakness to all of our enemies and all of our enemies seem to be, in a way, benefiting from this. We seem to be actually kind of forcing an axis, an axis power to come together. The latest we told you yesterday was Saudi Arabia. They are now talking about seriously accepting the one instead of dollars for oil. That is the beginning of the end of the petrodollar, which means the world's reserve currency. If that happens, we are looking at a massive lifestyle change. If the world goes off the U.S. world reserve currency, um, you're looking at becoming Mexico overnight, Venezuela overnight. I know, I know. It could never happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think the guy who was famous for saying, you're fired, would ever be president? No, it could never happen. Do you think they would close the entire country and the entire world for something that is a little worse than the flu? I mean, bad, but worse than the flu, but not the Ebola virus. Closing the entire world? Nah, it could never happen. Today, I give you the news that Russia and India are now exploring alternative payment channels. So now India is starting to lean towards the Axis power. What is happening right now is that we are freezing all of the Russian assets. All of the Russian assets are um, sitting there ready to default. Now, they have to make today $117 million interest payment on some of its bonds. They have been loaned money, and so they have to pay $117 million on some of their bonds today. Well, the problem is they have the money, but it's all in rubles. And you can't pay this. You have to pay it in U.S. dollars, world reserve currency. So they usually just take their rubles and they 
pay for them. They use rubles to buy American dollars, and then they take those American dollars and they wire those to the bank. Well, not only can they not change their rubles into dollars now because of us, but we also, because of our banking uh, industry, they have also kicked them off a of SWIFT. There's no, there's no way to wire anything. So they're stuck, and they're going to default on this loan. We're forcing them to default. If they default on these loans... What happens when you default on a loan? There's a grace period, but then what happens? You lose it. These are their treasuries. These are the things that they have held, um, and they are good for it, but we're forcing them into it. Now, I would say that much of what we've done is good, but much of what is happening right now is out of your hands. Does anyone else notice that you are just along for the ride on this one? As I said last hour, who convinced Adidas? Who convinced Adobe? Who convinced Apple? Audi, the BBC, BMW, Boeing, Bolt, BP, Cadillac, uh, Carlsberg, Chevrolet, Coca-Cola, who convinced Dell, DHL, Disney, Dropbox, Ericsson, Federal Express, FIFA, Ford, GM, Google, Harley-Davidson, HP, Instagram, Intel, Mercedes-Benz, MasterCard, LinkedIn, Land Rover, Jaguar, Metro, Michaels, Microsoft. Who convinced all of these companies? Don't forget about Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub, mm -hmm. PlayStation and Pornhub. Who convinced these companies? Was it our president? Was it you? Was it backlash from social media that all of these companies worked together almost immediately to say, we're leaving our assets? Did you know our, our aircraft, American aircraft, that would fly into Russia was left there? And now all of our American companies have lost those aircraft because Putin just said they're ours. What board of director did they even meet on this and have that discussion? We are hurtling towards World War Three. And I don't think the American voice is being heard. There's no discussion in Congress that is open. There is no debate on these things. And our corporations are really wielding more public policy and foreign policy than our State Department is. That's saying something and we should wake up. Because as these debts default over in Russia, as they get into a box, they are building a new world order themselves. And that new world order will tube the American dollar. So what does that mean to you? I'll tell you in 60 seconds. I got a note from my staff this morning. It says, um, dear Glenn, we've come one step closer to confirming the identity of the person who's been stealing all the built bars from the break room. Man, it really pisses me off. Uh, security camera footage. Revealed a man about your height and build with glasses and a weird scarf. I, I don't know what I, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> this is a ridiculous. That's 
You can't trust cameras. Anyway, uh, I hope they catch the guy who has been stealing all the built bars there in the break room. Because have you tried their puffs? Have they you? were well, yeah, uh, no, not here. Oh, I mean, they were in the break room. Yeah, there was but, a bunch uh, of them there at one yeah, point. They were anyway. Puffs are the first protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're really, really good. So I'm told. Uh, covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in great flavors. They are low calorie, high protein. Go to built.com. Scroll through all of the charts of what they make. And I mean, you're going to be amazed at what they make and how good for you they are. Go to built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order now. Built.com. Promo code BEC15. 10 second station ID. Okay, there are going to be a lot of people that really, truly think that none of this is going to happen because they're systems. I've gone through this dance before. I went through, do you remember how long I fought and fought and fought with really very smart people that really had best interest of everybody in heart? In 2006 and seven, I was saying, look, it's going to collapse it. It, this the, there's a housing bubble. It is so clearly obvious. No, we have systems for this. They are not even saying we have systems for this. All of the people that would have said in 2008, don't worry, we have systems. And then that system was completely broken and they had to come up with tarp in the middle of the night. Those same people are now saying it on their websites they are now saying it at, at the treasury.gov. They are now saying it at whitehouse.gov. The banks are saying it's a change is coming. And the reason why is once they default, uh, Russia starts to default. A spooky word that should just scare the hell out of you if you lived through the 2008 crash. Um, CDOs. And credit default swaps. When they default, the system has to pay the people who had the default swap. Do we have the money? Or does that mean even more money has to be printed to bail out those who were holding those things that have to pay them? This is what happened in 2008 and our our problem with credit default swaps is bigger than it was in 2008 i don't know if that's the piece or if it's going to be a collection of pieces but we are going to go to a different currency and each of us have to decide now you have to decide now am i going to be a part of that currency because that currency is programmable. Read it for yourself. Go to the Fed or go to the Treasury. It's programmable, which means it will follow you. They can cancel it any time. They can say it doesn't work at these stores, etc., etc. And they're doing that because of modern monetary theory, which I explain in my book, The Great Reset. The second half of modern monetary theory is programmable money. It doesn't work without programmable money. 
But that means they can treat you like the Canadian trucker and completely cut you off. This is not the mark of the beast. It is not. But it is the technology that would allow that to happen, where you can't buy, sell, or trade unless you kneel. Well, that's what's coming. We may not be kneeling to the beast, but you will kneel. Your question that you have to answer is, are you willing to kneel or not? And if not, what does that mean to your life? And how do you survive if you, your cash doesn't work anywhere? The Glenn Beck Program. Real estate agents, by the way, there is going to come a time when we're not going to be able to tell you these things. So please, please get the hardcover copy of The Great Reset. Understand this for yourself. Realestateagentsitrust.com. When you are looking to buy or sell, you need the best agent you can find. Uh, so how do you find that, that knockout hitter? How do, you, how do you find the right person? Most of us don't know. We end up with just a real estate agent, not knowing if they're really good or mediocre. A number of years ago, I got so frustrated with the whole process, I decided that I was going to change it for me, but it turned out for you as well. Started following the top real estate agents and keeping track of them, eventually partnering with many of them in my business, and we created Real Estate Agents I Trust. We partner with the absolute best agents in your area that we can find, and if you're moving to another area, we have somebody most likely there as well. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Find the right real estate agent that will help buy and sell your home the easiest, most effective way. Get the great reset. It's in bookstores now or at glensnewbook.com. Hey, last week on the show, we had a member of the Mississippi Freedom Caucus. Do you remember Steve Hopkins? Well, he told us, uh, as he described, the most heinous piece of legislation he has ever seen that was about to be passed. It was a tri-state compact bill between Mississippi, Arkansas, and Tennessee to create a quasi-governmental agency packed with unelected officials who would be given enormous power, including the authority to issue bonds to intervene in any commerce affecting the district, even the power of eminent domain. It was an unabashed public-private partnership designed to shift power from the representatives of the people to unelected bureaucrats. It was all done under an organization named Region Smart, who, what a shocker, has ties to BlackRock. Well, this heinous bill, I'm happy to say you stopped. We received an email from our contacts in the Freedom Caucus of Mississippi letting us know after being flooded with calls, the bill is dead. The email said the chairman saw the show with uh, Beck and Representative Hopkins and knew he couldn't possibly present it to the floor without getting absolutely hammered. The grassroots also saw the show and flooded the House members with calls and emails. I saw many reps posting on Facebook and Twitter that the bill was dead so their constituents would quit hounding them. <laughs> I also heard the bill in Tennessee is now struggling as more people are becoming aware of it. So, Tennessee, it is your 
turn. As I've always said, I believe this audience is going to be a turning point. You are going to be the ones that save America. An update in uh, Idaho. There's one more chance for it to come today. But I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, The treasurer says uh, she wants the power to enforce it. The bill says it should not be in the government's hand to enforce it. It should go through the courts and the average person should be able to bring litigation up uh, if you go to a bank and they turn you down because of an ESG score. Um, the, The real story in Idaho, and it is very, very sad. The real story in Idaho is the big banks got to your representatives. Uh, It is very clear. I can show you. I mean, I was getting daily updates. Uh, I can show you who is meeting with the representatives. uh, uh, And and perhaps I I think I'm going to. Well, no, I know I'm going to share that with you uh, as you get closer to your election, because you have to know who stood with it, who stood against it and who just takes all of their cues from the big banks. The big banks are a real, real problem. When it comes to ESG and the Great Reset. Uh, let me, can I ask you a related question here? Yeah. The ESG score that you might get, you talk about this often in that in a change of currency, mm-hmm. there would be programmable money. Yes. None of these things are like familiar to any American. Like a programmable money does not necessarily seem familiar typically. But is it, it could it be used in a way similar to the way that... Um, food stamps, EBT cards, SNAP cards, where if you are taking money from the government for food stamps, you know, what used to be yeah, called yeah, food yeah. stamps, you can't buy certain things. Yes. So the money, your money's no good here, essentially, except yes. they don't give it to you for free. Right. Uh, you can't buy a certain, maybe a luxury item, or I feel like at times they limit like alcohol purchases sure. and things like that. So you can't sure. use the money from the government to buy things like that. Is so that how that would I work? Think kind of here's the difference um an ebt card or snap or whatever you call it in your state a food stamp card everyone gets the same food stamp card so everyone who has that card first Mm -hmm. of all has asked for it Mm -hmm. they have asked for help okay and so that has allowed us as a people to say okay well you know uh (laughs) I guess is the exception of up in the Northeast. I think they just changed this. You know, you're not going to have a lobster dinner on me. Okay. You're not going to have champagne. Now, I guess in Philadelphia, it has changed where you can have champagne and a lobster dinner on the people. Um, What a surprise that the Democrats changed that. Anyway, um, you can't buy what you want. You can buy what the state says is good for you and reasonable. Okay. But that happens across the board evenly. This is digital money. So it's not going to change your life. People will say, we have digital money already. Yeah, we do. We Mm -hmm. use our debit card and everything else. It's similar to that, except every dollar in your account, your account will be with the Fed, the Federal Reserve. Every bit of that will now, they'll never have to ask the bank for any information on you. Okay. All the transactions that you make, everything, taxes should be immediately deducted. Okay. There's no, there's, there's no, it it should kill the tax industry. Um, But they'll have complete control and they'll know what you're buying. Okay. Here's where the ESG score comes in. 
unlike welfare, which everybody's rule is the same. You can't have, you know, champagne and lobster. This is different. Depending on your ecological score, your social justice score, for instance, I can guarantee you if you are a parent that is speaking out against the uh, let's say you're speaking out in favor of Ron DeSantis uh, and his uh, his parental rights legislation, which is being called the what don't say gay bill. If you're speaking out in in favor of that. You will get a low S score, which will then, depending on where the limits are, will then tell you, well, you can no longer buy things at this store. You can no longer, you know, Disney is not allowing anybody who has that low of a score to come in. Because you're a reputational risk. We can't have you here. We don't want you here. You can't buy our products. You know, the, the, the little polo pony is on our shirt. We don't want you wearing it. Okay. And it will, it will start dismissing you. This is exactly what is in China. Okay. Anybody who says it can't happen here, you're lying to yourself. Okay. Wake up. The world is different. This has to happen, according to the think tanks in all of our financial industry. It has to happen because of modern monetary theory, because we're just printing money. The second half of that is they must have complete control of money, of labor, and individual spending habits. So you may not be able to go across the country for a, for a, a family trip but if you're going across the country because you want to protest with blm in washington dc of course your card will work you can get gas you can get airplane tickets but january 6th no you you and you you can't go because we've seen what you're doing on social media this is and and, and here's the real difference between not only the programmable which means every dollar every cent has your name and identity on it and it reacts to your name you go into a store sorry your card doesn't work here um it not only is programmable but you didn't ask for it that's the big difference with welfare and with welfare there's a way out if you don't like those rules if you're in a situation where you just can't get out of it, you have to live with them. But if you change somehow or another your way of life, either you get a job or you get married and you start making money and you pull yourself out. Bank, well, bank heist, a bank heist, mm -hmm. not necessary. Uh, you then uh, unless you were doing it for BLM, right? Then, then, it's, then, then, it's then you're fine. actually, yeah, you get yeah. extra bonus points. Then you can get out and you can buy anything you want again. With ESG, you didn't ask for it. Trust me, soon, soon, you will start hearing talk about how this has gone unstable. We need new stability, the value of the dollar, what's happening with Ukraine, what's happening with China. We've got to change. It will be good for you. 
There will be bank holidays. We're going to change to this new Fed digital dollar. It's not going to change your life at all. It's just like you're using a debit card now. It's going to be run the same way, except it won't be. And you will, because of an emergency, have to take this Fed coin. They will then tell you, we're going to trade your U.S. dollars. You got them in a bank. Just transfer those over to the Fed bank. We'll destroy the U.S. dollar. We'll give you 60 cents on every dollar that you have towards this new Fed coin. They, in this emergency, I guarantee you, will reset the world's loans, the bank's loans. They'll, they'll mark all that stuff down so they get relief. But you will not get relief. Your loans will not be uh, uh, lowered. So your question is, I'm going to have this. It will be the only currency that will be taken. The only other option will be barter. But I can guarantee you that will be illegal. Do I take that? Most people will say, yeah, because it's no big deal until they have it. And then they realize every time they disagree with the government, their score goes down. China. So are you going to go along with it and just be a part of that? And God forbid somebody sounds like this takes over that system. You're there. All you have to do is inject that chip into you. And if you've gone that far, this will be easier. It's for your own good. How far are you willing to go? And if you don't take it, what does that mean for your family? What does it mean to have no ESG score? You know who's not going to be bothered by this? The Amish. You know who won't be bothered by this? The people who have already spit themselves out of the system and are already living in a community where, you know, Joe fixes cars and... I just bring him some, you know, I bring him some vegetables that I grow in my garden and we just swap. That is the way I think that's going to be frowned upon and possibly illegal as well. But what do you do? Do you get to a point to where you're like, hey, uh, I fix cars and I don't take the Fed coin. But if somebody wants their car fixed, if they leave it on this corner on Mondays, I'll come by and pick it up. <laughs> just leave some meat in the back seat for me. I mean, is that what we get to? I don't know. I don't know. But every one of us are going to have to ask this question. And as crazy as it now sounds, it will not sound crazy when we come to it. I take that back. It will sound crazy for everyone who hasn't heard the warning in advance. If you didn't hear the warning in advance, there will be a perfectly good reason and most likely, it will have to do with this war and with what's happening with China and Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia and the price of oil. And it will disrupt our dollar and we will have to do something immediately. And most people will be so freaked out. It will happen so fast. They'll just go along with it. That's when it won't sound crazy to you. Dismiss this warning at your own risk, because you won't have time to think about it when it comes. If it never comes, praise be to God 
that I am wrong. But I am telling you, it is coming faster than you hope. And hopefully with more time than I think. Back in a minute. Uh, Hey, the uh, Fed is raising their rate today, most likely. If they don't, we're in a whole different uh, kettle of fish. Um, But American Financing would like to talk to you about your credit cards, about your your mortgage. How much how much can they save you? Every single month by reducing the interest rate on your mortgage or your credit cards. This low mortgage is either going to be a thing of the past or it's going to go into insanity where, you know, they're paying you to borrow money. Um, You can always change your mortgage rate if that insanity happens. Right now, you need to save money and you need to get out of those high interest credit cards. Most people don't know their credit card interest. Most interest rates for most Americans is about 16%. How do you get out of that if it goes to 20%, 25%? Answer, you don't. Call right now. They're raising the interest rates most likely today at 2 p.m. Eastern. American Financing. Call them now, 800-906-2440. You could save as much as $1,000 a month in some cases. 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. More on Ukraine coming up in just a second. Even as someone who's been sitting around here listening to you talk about this stuff for, gosh, 20 years now, yeah. it still seems, I will say, sort of hard to believe this country could get to the it does the, the place you're talking about. It right? does. I don't know. I mean, I, and again, this is... I'm not saying this is easy to swallow. I'm not saying that everyone... I, in fact, I think the majority of this audience doesn't grasp it. Or, or, or thinks, you know, uh, maybe. And that's a bad sign, because if there's any audience in the that is world prepared. that is prepared for this sort of thing, yeah, but, to this audience. Yeah, most people won't be, because yeah. they'll play. Look, it is, it's so hard to even imagine. Stu, I said, we, and we may run out of time here. I may have to talk about it in the next hour. But I, for the first time, am now looking at this scenario in a completely different way. And, and, I, and I think it's worth explaining that to the, um, to the average person. Um, because it is almost impossible to believe. Because we've never had anything like it. But you have to understand, this is exactly what is happening all over the world. The social credit scores are happening. Um, and they are coming to the West. They are coming to the West. And it would have been hard to believe that we would be locked into our houses two years ago. Would have never thought that that was possible. The Glenn Beck Program.
here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. What lessons have we learned from the past few years? What have we really learned as a people? Have we really learned don't give more power to the government because they will use it in totalitarian ways? We learned that lesson. Have we learned the lesson that nothing is off the table as we are talking about nuclear weapons for the first time since what, 1993? And it's actually possible. I don't know how probable, but it's it's actually possible that we could be in war with Russia. Can what what have we actually learned? Do we have a learning curve on any of this? I'll explain why I ask in 60 seconds. I don't think we deserve dogs. Uh, All too few years that they are with us. uh, We don't deserve them. You know, they love us unconditionally to death and they bring joy and friendship uh, that's that's hard, I mean, for, for really good friends to even live, live up to. They are your, your best friend. Give something back to them. Give them their health. Help them lead a happier, healthier life through a better diet. Uh, and that doesn't mean changing the food. That means giving them the supplements that you can put on their food and something that, they, that tastes good, that they like, and has all of the vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants that your dog needs. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it, they have a special deal. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Going to give you your first bag for free. Just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. So, Stu, we are now in a position and uh, uh, it, it's a it's a weird place. That some of these things that we thought were not going to happen. For, let me give you this. If I would have said to you that Joe Biden is going to tell China. You better not fill in the blank or you will receive significant consequences. Would you have said a year ago that he's the guy to do that, that he would ever do that? No. If I told you that he was going to do that while we were being on the edge of a war with Russia, do you think you would have believed that? No, I mean, just look at his his actions in Afghanistan. If Correct. You, if you, I mean, right, a, right. Totally okay. different. So you're not even going. Person. You're not even going back to the uh, to the inauguration. No. If I would have told you we were going to be possibly on the edge of war with Russia. Would you have believed that? No. I want to avoid it, especially with these people in control of what's going on. If I said that the Russians, we would be on the edge of World War III and that the country that it was going to all come down to was Ukraine and Russia was going to say that we're developing nuclear weapons with Ukraine and they're broadcasting it to all of their country would you believe that Mm. would you have believed if i said oh by the way 
India is going to start to part ways with us and start to chum up with China and they will be one of the first in the world to drop the U.S. dollar as the petrodollar. I mean, you want to talk about something we 100% know would not have occurred with Donald Trump as president. It's that. More than any of this other stuff, Modi loved Trump. He, Modi loved Trump more than Melania does. Uh, so, I, don't, I mean, they, they, there's no way he would be doing that in this situation. If I told you that Putin, his mouthpiece said there needs to be reparations from the U.S. over sanctions, and those reparations would include not only all of Alaska, but also that they were claiming all of the Arctic, and Fort Ross, California. Uh-huh. I will say that one I wouldn't even believe just before you said it. What, yeah. what do you mean they're claiming Fort Ross? They're claiming Ross. Fort Ross, California. It's a small area in Sonoma County. It was <laughs> of the Russian Empire's southernmost outpost in North America. It was sold off in 1841. They're claiming they deserve it back. I gotta say, okay. didn't know that. Didn't know didn't that. Didn't know that. Wouldn't mm-hmm. have no mm-hmm. way any of this is possible. Right? None of it. It doesn't seem possible. How about we're up against a war and the guy who said the next war will be fought with ones and zeros, who is also partnered now uh, with China, who has literally a skyscraper full of people whose only job is to hack into our systems here in the United States. If I told you we were on the edge of war. And no one had hacked into our systems to shut things down. But Anonymous has hacked into the Russian, uh, the uh, Ukrainian held by the Russians power plant. Mm. (laughs) Okay. How many things do we have to say that you wouldn't have believed a year ago before you start to say, I can't say that will never happen. I'm not asking you to believe anything. I'm just asking you to think differently. Forget even the last month. Just the COVID experience has convinced me now that you just can't rule things out. You can't, can't completely rule we things out. On you can play probabilities still and still be right being skeptical of the worst case scenarios often. But you can't rule things out after going through that. I don't think I'll ever do it so again. So on COVID, I said in that January before it hit here... Don't fear the virus, fear the economic consequences that are going to come from it. Mm. Um, And at that time, I I said, look at they're locking people into their houses. Quote, that would never happen here. Right. It did. It did. Here's one thing that I'll share with you that um, is a massive change in me. Massive change. For 20 years, I've been trying to put a puzzle together without even knowing what the puzzle pieces were. I remember when I first started this, I put up on my chalkboard in my office, okay, what are the things that if you were going to have a revolution, you would need to have? You'd need to have control of the financial sector. You'd need to have control of the schools. You'd need to have control uh, of... um, of the police force, the army. Uh, I had like 
12 or 15 items up on the board. And most of them, I thought, not going to happen. Um, they have all happened now. But I've looked at all of those things and I've tried to piece the puzzles together. I mean, you've watched me do it for 20 years. Okay, the Tides Foundation. But who's really behind the Tides Foundation? And how does that work? And, oh my gosh, George Soros? We keep following him here. Here's Hillary Clinton. But what does that mean? How is, how is the weather underground involved again? What happened there? And we would find the same people over and over again. I continued to do that. About three years ago, I put together a chalkboard and I said, I can't tell you how and in what order these are going to happen. But these are the eight steps that lead to the end of the chapter of America and the beginning of a new chapter of what will be called America. Uh, And the last thing on it was the trust implosion where we will be we will believe nothing No one will be believable and there'll be a trust implosion. And that's when the real trouble begins, because all of the big players begin to unite and our enemies across the sea see us as weak and they begin to unite. And I said at the time, then a war will come because war always comes in these times. Because it's the easiest way to reset everything without everyone going crazy. Okay, you do it in peacetime. You can't do that. You need a crisis. And a war is the only thing that can go on and on and on. That by the time you're done with it, you don't even remember who you were. You just are glad that it's no longer happening. Okay. Something has changed to me in the last two weeks. And that is this. I'm no longer looking for pe- I'm no longer driven to look for the pieces other than the pieces of timing. I since I started doing the research for the book, The Great Reset, two years ago. That has everything in it you need that that is the story. That is how it's going to happen, period. It is. I don't know what's going to come first. I don't know how they're going to deal with it, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm no longer looking for. For instance, tonight's show on BLM. Why would I do BLM now? Why am I exposing BLM? You will understand BLM and what it was really about, and you will see it through the eyes of the Great Reset for the first time, and everything makes sense. Every bit of that makes sense. It is remarkable. And by the way, who's coming in to clean up BLM? Do you know they don't even have an office? We don't know how much money they even really made. Nobody really has a handle on that. Everything's sketchy. We don't know who's even running it. Hmm. We, we know that they have at least $90 million. Who's even running it? It's a fascinating story. But we do know who's coming in to clean it up. Mark Elias. Know who he is? He's the guy who uh, oversaw the um, uh, the Steele dossier. He's the guy who was the Clinton, the Clinton conduit that did all of that. He's the guy who went every into every blue state and said, change the election law. Let's get these Facebook things into your town. He's that guy. 
uh, plus another Clinton advisor. Wait until you see this tonight. It'll blow your mind. Anyway, the thing that has changed in me is I'm no longer driven. And believe me, it's not something I can stop. I'm not driven to figure it out anymore. I, for the very first time, and this came to me completely unexpectedly and uh, kind of freaked me out. (laughs) I've been looking for 20 years. What is it going to look like when it comes? I haven't had a second to think. What does it look like after? And I've I've known, you know, these things are going to be, you know, part of it. But I haven't looked at like my life. Your life, I can speak generally what it's going to look like, but how does the individual handle this? What is their life going to be like? That's where I am now. And that's a big deal for me, at least. That's a massive tripwire for me because I don't know the timing. I don't. I, I don't know exactly what order it's going to happen, but I know the players and I know the device. And that's where I would like to see anybody who's willing to go there to start going there. You have to understand the great reset. And again, tonight we'll go over the BLM aspect. And it, when you look at it and you understand the great reset, you're like, Oh my gosh, How did we not? If we would have had the Great Reset as the decoder ring, we would have seen so much. Get the book, The Great Reset. It's available in stores now. Once it's sold out, I don't think it'll ever go into print again. There's even a bigger paper shortage now. But get it while it's available in paper. It's a hardbound copy. You can get it wherever books are sold. Get it now and when you get there and you understand and you can at least you don't have to believe that a new digital programmable currency coming that's crazy when you can say to yourself i cannot dismiss anything as crazy anymore because everything i thought was crazy has already happened do i need to remind you the pentagon verified alien spacecrafts okay do i need to remind you of that probably because most people are going every time i say that to somebody they're like what when during covid nobody paid attention it's like something that we thought well this what would happen to religions if we found out that there was aliens what would happen to the society and would we all buy nothing the answer is nothing nothing would happen when we verify nothing would happen So don't tell me that something is too crazy to think about. It is only those who think out of the box entirely that will make it through and be able to lead others. Do not put your faith in man. Do not put your faith in a party. Do not put your faith in me or whatever. Everything could be gone tomorrow. Man will always disappoint you. Put all of your faith in God. Think out of the box. 
and we'll make it to the other side. There are heroes that lay down their lives in service for their fellow countrymen, and it is a blessing when we who have received the benefit of these heroes' sacrifices can do something to give back. Ever since 9-11, in which almost 3,000 people were killed by a terrorist attack, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been doing just that. When a first responder or military member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans, first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now they've got something called Operation Home Base. Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, the people who put their lives online for us and for our freedom. Let's help. Can we? Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. All you have to do to be a part of this amazing movement is donate $11 a month at T2T.org. With inflation, you'll never even notice 11 It'll be like 20 cents soon. Uh, $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 10 seconds, station ID. All righty then. Welcome, uh, welcome to it. Glad you're here. What do you think the inflation situation is going to be? Does do you think that they're going to start raising rates aggressively, like the Volcker era, no. era and no. try to knock this out? No. Because no. Powell's a, a Volcker acolyte. Like he mm-hmm. he's a big proponent of Volcker. Looks at him as the uh, these are Fed chiefs, by the way. Um, looks at him as the example. He's the guy who came in late Carter administration, early Reagan administration, jacked the rates up, knocked out inflation, and led to multiple decades of of prosperity. You don't think that's going to be so, something? So, unless you read what is it like the Baker Report? <laughs> I, got, I got a friend who uh, sent me something, and it was like the Banker. Dot com. It was some newsletter that only bankers read. Uh, I'm a nerd.com. Yeah, I'm yeah. a nerd.com. Anyway, um, it talked about there is a major bank that is in trouble. $150 billion they had to loan last week to this bank. We don't know which one of the big banks it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but they're already in trouble. You with Russia possibly today defaulting on their on their loans it's gonna and that's going to happen whether it's today or not which will set the cdo market on fire that's what happened in 08 you can't you just can't drain this money out of the society you're going to need more liquidity um Mm. but he has to make some moves or the people who understand how inflation works they're gonna start going okay fed's done Done. They have no credibility. And they're, what they're telling people now or signaling is that they're going to raise rates, but not to those levels of the early yeah. 80s. It will take, if it was 20 percent, 20 percent interest rate yeah. in uh, in the 1980s, what would it take to suck all of this money back? OK, At 20. Let's say it's 20 percent. For how many years would it take? What about the, what about three <laughs> percent? 
Because that's I, that's the target I've heard. That's the target you've heard? 3%. They want to raise it to 3%. It's basically okay, at zero so, now. So what you have to do, uh, look at our national debt, $30 trillion, and add 3% to that. $30 trillion, do the quick math, $30 trillion by 3% interest. How, how much of our budget is uh, eaten up just by interest payments alone yeah I mean, we'd have to get brian reed a lot from the yeah. manhattan institute to give us these calculations yeah, i mean but that's that's what happens yeah. that's what happens it's not just ours it's the federal government at, at like four or five percent interest yeah, i think the entire thing the entire budget is eaten by interest rates so how are you going to solve that one <gasps> hey a new dollar would be a good idea Ooh. The Glenn Back Program. Okay, I want to talk to you about gold. Um, I do not buy it for um, an investment, although I bought my gold, gosh, 20 years ago. And when I first started talking about it, it was about $400 an ounce. If you would have, if you would have bought it, um, you know, uh, just a few years ago, you would make money as well. Um, it is a long-term thing, but I will tell you, I buy it for as a hedge against insanity. When the world goes crazy, it destroys itself, and then it returns to the gods of the copybook headings, and they go back to gold. That is coming. China's doing it right now. I want to tell you about the special that's happening at Goldline right now. With every graded $5 gold Indian purchased, you're going to receive one of the unique silver Mind Your Business bars at no cost. Call Goldline now. Ask them, why does Glenn, what does Glenn buy? Why did he buy it that way? Find out from Goldline. If you're already a client, you can call them for additional bonuses. But call them to find out right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The Great Reset, the new book from Glenn Beck, is available at bookstores everywhere and at glennsnewbook.com. Christopher Bedford, the founding partner of Right Forge, which if we have time I want to talk to you about. Give, Send, Go sure made a huge mistake by not being a partner with um, you. Uh, you're also the senior editor of The Federalist. Um, and I wanted to bring him in because he has, a, uh, uh, he has an article out. Two years after lockdowns, the West troubles aren't ending. They are just beginning. So, by the way, welcome. A great uh, article. Thank Lay you. it out. Thank you for thanks for having me. Uh, looking at this COVID, the end of COVID policies are kind of happening right now. People are feeling springtime is here. It's mm-hmm. return to normalcy. The, the masks are finally going off the children. This morning, the masks went off kids in D.C. Uh, sc- public schools for the first time. And people have this inter- this reaction to say, we can, we, can, we can move on. But I don't think that COVID, is, this is the end of an era. I think this is just the beginning of an era that we're entering to in the West. We've just made... A mat- Over the last two years, we have changed our relationships with every single major aspect of our society. Mm-hmm. Our churches, we have a different relationship with because a lot of them were closed for periods of time. They, they knelt before the f- secular. Yeah, a lot of people fell away and never returned. About 20%, I think, less, mm-hmm. less seats in the pews right now because people who use... People who told you the sacraments are essential to, to eternal life or just said, don't worry, you might get sick. Mm-hmm. That's a break in faith. Uh, our, our relationships with the teachers... 
are completely different than they were. The parents are now under the under the boot of teachers. They're in charge. Parents weren't even allowed into their schools to check on their kids or mm-hmm. make an appointment for years. The relationship with the politicians are completely different. They now, and, and the bureaucrats, they make the rules. We just answer them. We're all in this together. You're selfish to say otherwise. Our relationship even with the police, if you're in a place like New York City or California, with police officers who are already under assault all over the country now have to come in and arrest people with their children for dining out. Our relationships, even with healthcare workers, someone who we always thought, well, these folks are on our side. Now they're saying a husband who's dying of COVID can't be with his wife who's dying of COVID. They have to die alone. You can't see your parents when they're dying. You can't visit someone who's got terminal cancer or hold your baby after you have one because somebody might get COVID. Mm-hmm. We've the entire West's interactions with our with our society have completely fundamentally altered, and now everyone just wants to move on. But this is when I think when historians look at this, just the way they used to look at Black Tuesday was the kickoff, the stock market crash, mm-hmm. and the Dust Bowl, and eventually World yep. War II. They're going to look back and say COVID was a kickoff, the lockdowns, not the disease, the human reaction to kick off to the stagflation we're risking these these wildly fluctuating fuel prices, or well, land war in Europe. This is going to be the beginning of what defines a pretty dark era for the American people. We need to wrap our heads around it. What does that mean to you? It means that this is going to be a very, very trying time. And in what way? For the American people, because we're going to be pushed into all kinds of different policy decisions. Like you talk about all the time, the Great Reset, Mm -hmm. at a time when what's made the American regime possible for all these years is a thriving middle class uh, Christian beliefs and strong church attendance, uh, uh, civil and civic institutions that keep mm-hmm. us going, and every one of those things has been weakened. And entrepreneurship, and entrepreneurship, the small business, the people who were absolutely wiped out. One of my uh, co-founders at Right Forge was had a thriving catering company and event space down in Washington D.C. doing over a thousand events. He ended up staying with me for a period of time during COVID because he lost everything. And fortunately, he's been able to hire most of those employees back for Right Forge. But the entrepreneur class was smashed. Now, if we're going to enter this era where people, the elites, are trying to say, we're doing a big reset, we're changing this world, we're going to make it in our image, and we lack the civic institutions, the middle class, the economy to really push back, then we're in trouble. And I got news to you, electing a bunch of Republicans, which is going to happen in a year, and to D.C. is not going to fix it. Not going to fix it. It needs to be local. Actually, talking to Ricky yesterday uh, kind of blew my mind. Sorry, executive producer of TV. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, Uh, that's all right. Talking to Ricky yesterday blew my mind because she said, you know, two years ago, no one knew the name of the county judge in Dallas. Mm -hmm. No one was paying attention to the local politicians. People, San Francisco couldn't name their school board. Loudoun County couldn't name their school board. So if there's going to be a revival, which we really do need in a spiritual and a political sense, the local politics of it are what's going to drive it. People seizing that. I was talking to a pastor just this weekend, and he said, I've just disconnected. I don't know what's going on in the world. I'm just kind of focusing on my thing. And I'm like, pastor, you better wake up because things are happening and they're on your doorstep and your people need, are going to need to know, how do I weather this? How do I weather this? If you are not as a pastor speaking out right now, it's why your pews are becoming more and more empty. Quite honestly, you didn't have enough to offer to be able to have people understand through a biblical sense what they're seeing with their own eyes. 
when you see the American great revivals that we've had and we're famous for, those weren't pastors who simply opened up the church doors and said, I hope someone comes in. They were people who rode on horseback and in carriage thousands and thousands of miles up and down the eastern seaboard, yep. talking and preaching two, three times a day to thousands and thousands of people, having a reach that a lot of modern folks would, would be amazed at their reach. And they did it just by who could hear their voice. So we need we need exactly what you're talking about. Priests and pastors can't just open the doors and say, I hope you come in. We need to go out. We're engaged in spiritual warfare right now on the Big technological time. level, political level. And our, our people need to understand that they don't, our, our, our religious leaders don't serve governors and mayors. They are princes of the church. They should address each other as equals, not as servants, and go out there and realize that they're the people who save this country. You know, it's, um, I've mentioned this a couple of times today because I think it's, it's worth say, saying. Um, was it the grand leadership of any politician in the world, let alone ours, uh, that, that got Nike and Adidas and, you know, Pornhub and all of these gigantic corporations to pull out of Russia? No, it wasn't our politicians. It wasn't a government. It, it was the Great Reset. It is these corporations who have now put us in a situation to where... We're on the edge with Russia and the American people or its representatives haven't really even spoken yet. And it it's a little concerning that we are just going along for the ride and we're not recognizing that we're in the backseat. I wonder what we could do to make Pornhub pull out of the United States. I would like yeah. that policy. Yeah. <laughs> but the, exactly. I think this is part of the, some of what we've gone through in the last two years with COVID, where this whole disinformation, this censorship, this shutting you down, this deplatforming you became almost normal. Don't worry, it's for the good of us all. It's for health. The doctors are in charge. That switched pretty seamlessly to seeing people, Republican senators or or, or daytime talk show hosts uh, on The View, calling for the investigation and imprisonment of those who say, hold Correct. on a second. Why is why am I fighting Putin right now? I understand what's going on is awful over there, but why is this an American war? And you see all these folks kind of coming out and just saying we should we need to do a no fly zone. We need to, and, and and that sounds nice. It sounds it nice. It does. Sounds like World War Three. It sounds like World War Three. It's not a humanitarian action. That's called putting jets in the air with Russian jets at the yes. same time in a way that they're going to fight. And that's how they get their foot in the door to uh, for for the war that a lot of folks want. You know, it's really disturbing to see, like you said. Tulsi Gabbard is called a tool for, just for questioning, just for questioning. She's now a tool for the Russian state and should be investigated. Tucker Carlson should be investigated and uh, possibly face prison time. Uh, Russell, uh, Russell Brand, they're now coming after him as well. If we don't stop this uh, destroying any idea of freedom of speech and you know toleration of another opinion we don't make it very long and that's that's part of what covid did that's yeah. what the lockdowns did it's it did. disinformation that's such a freaky word it's just like that that phrase you're on the wrong side of history it dehumanizes your opponents it makes you on the right side so but we have said this we have many of the things that people who were said you know that's disinformation turned out to be right covid is over and <laughs> the masks and, yeah and uh, what's his name fauci I, I mean, I think he's in the FBI witness protection program at this point. I haven't seen him at all. And it's hard to keep him away from a camera. It's really hard. Um, so we have this. People know it, but nobody's 
standing up. Why? Why? Why is there this disconnect from what people know and standing up? It seems to only have happened at the schools, really. The schools, I think, and I hope that that's the beginning of something that's broader because it's getting these folks who are involved. I was really hopeful that the Tea Party was going to lead to more local involvement, but Me it too. seemed like after some of the, the big, great rallies we had, the prayer rallies that you had, that a lot of it kind of faded away. People went back because they were comfortable, but yeah. the left has made things so uncomfortable for the last two years. I'm hoping that folks do get involved, and I'm really hopeful of the Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade uh, or on abortion because that is going to put it back politics to a local level. It will. That's going to make people, it suddenly really matters who your state representative is because mm-hmm. that decides whether or not there's baby sacrifice in your yeah. state or not. The left and right will be reinvigorated, reinvigorated and this whole kind of just national news cycle that we live on, people will start to realize it's actually my town meetings that matter. It's my state meetings that it matter. Is. That's what drives this country. That's, that's what built this country. But at the same time, we have big tech. They're not going to take their, their their foot off of our throats. Amazon Web Services shutting down internet servers for Donald Trump uh, right after the riots. They're, they're going to keep on trying to censor and putting this down. So that's what we're doing with Right Fortune, which you guys do with The Blaze, is just trying to build that alternative because we can't rely on the corporate so media. So tell people about Right Forge if, if they don't know, because I think this would have been the answer for give, send, go. Mm-hmm. And I think they were with you for a while and then and they dropped out and... And yeah, so they, we worked to together them. for a few days, and they were, they were great folks, but they ended up going in a different direction from ours, and then they were hacked shortly after. Yeah. Because those hackers are out there trying to destroy you. Whether you're Texas Right to Life, hackers attacking them, the anonymous group of hackers. Uh, what we do is we build internet servers. The, the libertarians have always said in D.C., if you don't like it, go build your own. But they didn't, a lot of them didn't actually mean that because they're actually <laughs> working with big tech. Right. So we went out, Parler went out and they built their own alternative to Twitter. And then the powers that be just decided that they were going to destroy them for completely spurious reasons. The New York Times and CNN would just cheer it on like it was a victory for free sure. speech over disinformation. And the American dream was just shot in public. The idea that you, if you don't like something, do, do it better. The, so we started an internet server company because suddenly the infrastructure that the websites are built on has become a political, politicized war zone. Now, we're just trying to make one that is a bill of rights for internet infrastructure. It's just American, American infrastructure. I don't care what your politics are. I want you to be free to express them, I don't, what your business is. What, people should be able to f- be free to express themselves as we are in this country. The laws that govern what we say sh- and do should be made by the people's representatives, not by the terms of your user agreement in Silicon Valley. You know, what you have done would have been championed by the libertarian and by the uh, the left, even, I bet, more so than the right 25 years ago. It's been know? such a shift. It's such a crazy shift, you know, and it's put everybody... You know, if you're if you're at all awake, puts you in a situation where thinking people are finding themselves in the room and allies with people that the rest of the world said you you should hate. Yeah. You I know, mean, it's weird. Glenn Greenwald and Elon Musk, yeah. Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump and Glenn Beck walk yeah. into a room together. Yeah. It's like you, I wouldn't have believed that five years ago, but now <laughs> it's all happening. Either. It is crazy. It is really crazy. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. This is uh, Christopher Bedford. He is the founding partner of Right Forge. You should check Right Forge out. Also, senior editor of The Federalist. You guys are doing extremely important work right now. Thank you very much. Thank you. I read it every day. Uh, the Federalist, uh, dot com. you can find, or rightforge.com. Back in a minute. 
All right, let me tell you about Carmen. She wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, 25 years ago, I had an accident. 18 different specialists said that I would need to learn how to live with pain, which I was doing until I found out about Relief Factor and gave it a try. Now I have relief and I can walk without pain again. Seriously, thank you. Carmen, welcome to the club of people who have gotten their life back. If you have pain, you don't have to live that way every day. Now, this doesn't work for everybody, but 70% of the people who try Relief Factor for a three-week trial period go on to order more month after month. I'm one of them. You take it three times a day, and I'm telling you, I, I don't, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to give you ibuprofen 800. Shut up. That doesn't work for me. Uh, I didn't think you know, controlling my inflammation would actually do anything. It has changed my life. It may change yours as well. Call them now. The number is 800, the number four relief, 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. The Glenn Back Program. <laughs> I just I look up at one of my monitors and I see once again Joe Biden blaming Putin for high gas prices. Yep, yep, that's that's why. By the way, have you noticed the price of oil has dropped again? Yeah, falling now. Yeah. We're off of our high gas mm-hmm. prices as well. Now, why would that be, Stu? Well, the what they're talking about is that there is a current Chinese shutdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, going on yep. with the with covid they tried to do zero covid obviously omicron not doesn't really like to play that game yeah. so now they're getting hit with it and they're doing all sorts of shutdowns and huh. the economy's turning down which means see people will look at that and go price of oil's going down that's great okay the price of oil going down makes absolutely no sense when we're on the verge of war, mm-hmm. okay, and we're but, at war with a guy with a guy who does ten percent of the oil, okay, it shouldn't be going down. It should be like wheat. However, there's even more good news. It's going down. That's right. I said it. It's great. Why is it going down? Well, if China. China's shutting down. You got one point four billion people uh, in a country that is dealing with shutdowns, but. What does that mean for our supply chain? Thank you. I mean, I, uh, the inflation thing's going to get worse. Yeah, yeah even and if oil does go down in the short everything. period, short term. You know, your weight for everything is going to get worse and worse and worse. I mean, it's that. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm never going to get a new car. I mean, that's just. I've now deleted. I mean, I think this weekend is seven months of waiting for for a new car. Seven months. What what country do we live? This is the United States of America. This is supposed to be seven minutes. I'm supposed to be ordering this online. It's supposed to show up later this afternoon. That's what's supposed to happen. Seven. I months? waited a year for a for a stove and like fourteen months for a dishwasher. We had a year for a faucet. That, that a faucet. Yeah. I. Well, the good news is. It's going to get worse. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, tonight, you want to understand the world? Uh, You want to understand the Great Reset? I'm going to take you back to BLM, and you're going to see it with entirely different eyes. It's important because of the scandal that is there and the connections that are there. We are uh, going a hunting for corruption.
tonight. BLM, 9 p.m. Only on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Beck.